0: Hello, everybody. This is Jay Matta. How are you today? We are here to talk about digital transformation, digital transformation, digital transformation, because that's what everybody seems to be talking about and asking about. And here we have with us today is Jack Marr, the author of Standing on Shoulders, A Leader's Guide to Digital Transformation. So he's going to break this down to the simple for us and let us know why we need this in today's era. What's the importance of it and how it's going to make a big impact in our life. So, Jack, welcome. How are you, my friend?
1: Thank you very much, Jay. I'm great, I appreciate the opportunity to, to chat. Uh, yeah, digital transformation is what everybody's talking about. And unfortunately, the technology seems to get all the attention when the reality is the technology is the easy part of this. What we really are focused on is how can we do a better job of creating and delivering value to our customers, clients, and constituents. And so while the technology is really important, What's even more important is how we approach work and leveraging uh, the processes that have made Amazon and Google what they are in the businesses that we're in and the folks that we serve.
0: So, so Jack, tell us, who are you? Why did you write it? And what makes you qualified?
1: My co-author and I had the fortunate opportunity to be able to develop and implement these processes at a, at a Fortune 50 financial services organization. And so we went through the pain of Stubbing our toes and skinning our knees by actually doing this, uh, implementing these processes and the cultural components and the tools uh, in place, that would enable them to be competitive in the uh, very competitive and disrupted marketplace of insurance and financial services. We did that across various companies within that organization. And as a result, we spent a lot of time both with practitioners and with leaders and one of the things we routinely heard from leaders was their frustration with the agile transformation and lean transformation and tools and technologies that have that all cost them a lot of money and resources. And they've never felt like they got the benefits of that. They didn't get the return on investment. And so this is really a way of helping connect the dots for those kind of folks to see why the investments they've made were absolutely necessary and how they can still Get the return on investment, but it's really by focusing on how they look at, define, and execute on their business model that really is the most important part.
0: So, what is meant by standing on the shoulder? So, where did that name come from?
1: Both my co author and I look at that as a way of acknowledging that we're just taking the fortunate opportunities that we've had and the experience that we were very favored to be able to do and bring that to other folks by connecting the dots by building on time-honored and and very proven tools and techniques and approaches and bring those all together into a new way. So the, the standing on shoulders is about acknowledging all those folks that came before us and acknowledging that we have a responsibility to be the shoulders that the folks that come after us can follow. And you've always lived that lifestyle because
0: I know that you were a vet and I wanna thank you for your service on that. I know our audience does also. And you also take a look at, you know, when, a, when you take a look at the content in the book, there's a lot of military language in there like commander intent. And did, do you find that type of language just as making it more easy for people to connect with it? And, or is, it, is that simply just from a military background you felt like you needed to use that language?
1: Well, we draw from a lot of different experience bases But certainly one of the things that MBA programs and uh, executive development programs frequently use military history as a way of understanding and communicating the way we operate, things like strategy and tactics. And so we wanted to not filter that. And we also recognize that a whole lot of folks do have uh, military experience. So by leveraging those kinds of concepts, number one, we help them connect the dots with other exposure that they may have had. We enable them to do more research and follow up on areas of interest to them by using the language that will get them to that kind of information. And most importantly, it's effective. It really does work. When we look at what the military has done for us, while there's certainly some, some significant downsides to that, we know that many of the, of the advancements that we enjoy today came about because of the development of thought processes and technology and leadership that come from a military experience. So we just really find it to be very efficient and effective.
0: So I know in addition to you having the book, if some of these people are wanting to have a consult with you to really figure out how this is going to work in their business, you are available for that. Is that correct?
1: That's exactly right. And I, and I love to, to talk with folks about what they're doing and help them connect the dots. And if it helps them, that really gets me excited. And if it turns into something more than that, great. If not, I'm very happy. And one of the things that's really important to the DevOps community and and digital transformation is this concept of sharing, of communicating with folks. And one of the things that I like to talk about is that we are all on this common pilgrimage together. And the more that we share our experiences and our lessons learned, we can learn from others. We can help others learn from us. And it makes it better for everybody. And that's really the core of this is we really want to make this world, the our day-to-day existence, a better thing by leveraging tools that enable us to free humans to be creative, to be innovative, to be excited, to be engaged in both what they do and the rest of their lives as well. So let's talk about a
0: couple of industries that and, and let me know if you think that these would e- qualify for this program or how that would even play in. But let's talk about what if you're a nonprofit, a 501c3, or what would that look like? Could
1: they utilize this technology? Absolutely. And it applies, and I, I like to use the word customers, clients, and constituents because it really addresses that full range. It certainly has very strong commercial applications. You know, Google, Amazon, uh, Netflix, Etsy, Pinterest, you know, they all use these technologies, these approaches and this way of addressing the way they define and execute their work. But when you look at a nonprofit, it's even more important because budgets are always really tough to come by. And the use of resources is incredibly important. So what we really focus on is understanding what your mission is and then aligning your resources with that mission so it becomes both effective, which is really important, and efficient and it's important to do it in that order because if you're efficient without being effective you're just wasting resources more quickly so if for a 501c3 that needs to be on point with their resource utilization it really pays in the long run and sure someone's,
0: someone's talking to you and they have a consult with you so are you and, and if you could help clarify this point for everybody that's going to be listening in on this
1: when they're talking to
0: you is it that you're gathering the facts and then you're saying okay here's your solution and you direct them and say, okay, you should go to this place right here, this place right here, this place right here. Are you giving them a roadmap? Is that what that looks like?
1: It depends on what they want. At the beginning, we talk about what they're doing and what their challenges are and what their goals are. And then we talk about sort of a strategy and a a structure at an architectural level. If it makes sense to go to more of an execution level, uh, we can help with everything from planning that through execution and delivery of the technology And helping with training that will help their teams get into the mindset and understand how their culture will be changing as a result of this and really what's in it for them. What,
0: what about companies that, are, that are, are people, you know, there's a lot of people right now leaving their work and they're actually starting in the online business and they're ready to roll. They've got their pensions, they've got their, their severances, whatever, their retirement. And so now they're ready to roll. They're like, okay, look, I want to start something here. But they don't really have a real super clear direction of what exactly they want to do.
1: We absolutely help with, with that. One of the very first things that we do is, is we look at what is their reason for being? What is their self-definition? Why do they exist? And what would happen if they didn't exist? And we start from there and work our way from what is their core mission to how is the best way to execute on that. And for someone who's just getting started off, it's even better because the challenge for a lot of organizations that are in place today is they have this sunk cost, the investment that they have in systems and technology and services. And there's no need to make those levels of investment going forward as we did in the past. It's very much about a pay-as-you-go, only pay-for-what-you-need kind of a model. That's a big part of what the cloud brings for us. And so for those folks that are just getting started, you don't have to make nearly the level of investment from a capital perspective. And you can take advantage of these things to grow much more quickly uh, and much bigger than if you went the old-fashioned way.
0: Standing on Shoulders, A Leader's Guide to Digital Transformation, everybody, with Jack Maher. First of all, where do they buy the book from?
1: Uh, you can get it on Amazon, uh, at Barnes & Noble, or you can come to our website where you'll also get a whole lot of other kinds of information at standingonshoulders.us. You can buy the book. We'll soon have an audiobook, book, uh, an augmented audiobook version of it, and direct links to other resources that are very specific and pertinent to this.
0: And Jack, what if they want to have a consultation with you and really talk about how you can possibly help their business? How do they get a hold of you there?
1: The best way to get a hold of me from there is is through the website or through LinkedIn. I really like to connect via LinkedIn. That way the conversation can be as synchronous or asynchronous as it needs to be. We can chat, we can exchange email, but all of those ways will get you to me and I'll be happy to engage in the way that makes the most sense for both of us and that you prefer.
0: Okay, Jack, any any final words before you love and leave us?
1: I really hope that folks will take advantage of the free resources that we have available through our website. There's a lot of information there around leadership around digital transformation, around technology. And so if you go to our website, standingonshoulders.us, there are links to other websites and, and resources that will enable folks to wrap their head around this, take a look at who I am and what I've done, assess for themselves if they think that I may be able to help them, and we can go from there.
0: Standing on Shoulders, A Leader's Guide to Digital Transformation, everybody with Jack Mars. Jack, thank you very much for sharing this with us. Thank you for clarifying this with us. And everybody reach out to Jack. You got everything to gain and nothing to lose. So why not? Right. So everybody have a great day and thank you for tuning in.